0: Yeah, frickin' g'day. How's it going? Great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us yet again. It's the OGR podcast, baby. We're back. It's Monday night. Well, it is at the moment when we're recording this. It might not be when you're listening, Mm. but it is Monday here. We are recording live from 7 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time, Perth, Western Australia, on twitch.tv slash Oceanic Gaming Radio. So if you ever want to join us, you can. By going there, uh, but yeah, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. My name is Captain Perth, uh, and alongside me, as always, is uh, Grizzly Gaming eighty six, and we've also got
1: Pavel over
0: face. How are we,
2: fellas? What's Hello. going on? Good afternoon, gentlemen. <laughs> doing good. I'm good. Good. Doing good, Pav, yeah. How are you,
3: Pav? You good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired. I had a big one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Stuck standard. I'm gonna start so responding for Pav because I know as what he's <laughs> gonna say every time. Yeah, every actually, last week you had a quiet one, didn't uh, you, I Pav? Did have, so a quiet. It different.
3: was the last quiet one for a few months, but okay, um, uh, yeah, it's good.
2: We'll talk us through it, Pav. What happened, mate? So, all right. Big so Twitch
3: things, huh? Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm on. I um, help um, manage the stream pub community. It's a. Uh, Twitch and content creator uh, group that we run meetups for. Last Saturday was our first one in quite a while that we were. We did like a big, uh, powered mm. by Twitch event. Uh, first one in three years, and it went perfectly. I could not. Very I could great. not Excellent. be happier. We had lots That's of a lot uh, lots of people come down. Everyone had fun, uh, interacted. Lots of conversations we had. Yeah. What was the
2: be... uh, what was the venue? Pav? Where'd
3: they go? Uh, oh, time? Uh, we were at a uh, Planet Royale. Planet Royale, Fantastic Planet Royale. venue. Uh it's a three storied um um arcade venue with a is theater, it arcade with It's a, a gaming top. bar, is it? Yeah, so okay. it's like, oh, yeah, dang. if uh those any Eastern State Australians listening, um if you know Barcadia, uh it's oh, yeah. like, I think Barcadia is part of it that's here as well. Actually I don't yeah. know, either, but yeah, there's lots of lots of arcades, pinball, retro stuff, it's really cool.
2: All kinds oh, of chisel, dang dang, and yeah. they had they go. I saw some pictures on Twitter of little swag bags, Pav, of uh, yeah. of twitch.tv merch and things yeah. going yeah. around. Friends, boy. Tell me, what friends
3: at the- Twitch sent through a uh, little swag hamper to, to distribute to our community. A swamper, yeah. <laughs> uh, in all honesty, they sent it to us many years ago before before the big C, and uh, it's been oh, sitting yeah. in my where would you call I can't say that on live podcast. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: not, not lying though. Um, <laughs> I can't believe it. I
3: believe Get it. Correct. Yeah, so it's all been wow. in my my, oh, my bedroom for a couple of years, but I'm glad to finally <laughs> <laughs> distribute it.
0: Hell yeah, mate. Yeah, no, hell yeah, dude. That's, that's awesome,
2: mate. Wonderful. Yeah, that's brilliant.
0: Well, um, and Grizz, what about you, mate? What's uh, what's been oh. new for you?
2: Mate, uh, not nothing new actually. Cap, um, yeah. same thing, another show on Friday night. Uh, and God. then I got up early to go and visit you, mate, on the Saturday. Yeah. I actually gonna save what we did on the Saturday for the How's Your Game and Gone because I kind of wanted to talk about that uh, a little bit during that section, but. Things are good, man. Like I must admit, I am just getting clamped from every possible direction. Social life, yeah. work, everything is just happening. Nothing bad, but just busy, mate. Just life is busy. I for swear this time of the year, it kind of like I don't know, it's good, it's, the, it's the pre it's the pre-half year ramp for me. So everything's just kind of going nuts. But do you think is there, like
0: a, is there like a there's a like a light? At the end of the tunnel, or not really? <laughs> no,
2: yeah, I think so. Actually, this week I haven't got too many personal commitments. I've got a, uh, I do have another show on Friday night, but nothing planned apart from that for the weekend. So, oh, well, should, baller, mate, should be pretty good, mate. Maybe uh, some video games and and relaxing. I think be nice oh, on the cards. Freaking gorgeous, mate. That sounds great. That sounds what like about- what this podcast is all about, you know. Video That's games. Brilliant. I actually, I'm very excited to say what we. Just, so, guys, just to so you know, I, I went to Captain Purse Place on Saturday. I got to catch up with Ted. I got to have a little Ted cuddle and a little big Ted. I tell you what, Cap, he his smile is so freaking cute, man. Yeah, like, he's awesome. And he mate. J- he just like <laughs> he he wasn't doing that last time I seen him. Just the big cheeky smiles he's a yeah, big uh, grin yeah the big grin mate he's got the yeah. cat grin there he's definitely
0: sure. he's definitely progressed a fair bit since you saw him last which oh. would have been kind of like towards the end of the last year so it
2: was the yeah. uh his christening whenever that was oh yeah actually since then, yeah. mate. even since, since then. then yeah 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 absolutely. No,
0: absolutely mate for sure um well yeah no look i didn't, I didn't go after an awful lot mate uh obviously saw you on saturday which you've kind of uh, shared but uh Sunday, yep. uh, we had uh, a friend's engagement party, which was really nice. So, caught up with them. That was really gorgeous. Um, really good food. Um, their uh, uncle is uh, Croatian and uh, had this awesome, like, backyard uh, traditional Croatian kind of style uh, oven barbecue thing, and like did this this bit of pork on there, and goddamn, it was. So tasty. Like, just, you know, a lot of the time I find, uh, you know, like just barbecued pork tends to be quite dry, but this was just like succulent and the, um, even the crackling was just like perfectly done. God, it was incredible. So that was really good. A really, bit of really pork good.
2: Pork on the fork. You did, uh, so I just stepped away there for a sec. You're talking about what you cooked. You did. What did you cook? What meat? Did I did lamb, us? and yeah, I did a very poor was... job of it. Oh, you really did. I thought that was excellent, mate.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm so, glad you liked it. <laughs> I thought yeah, it was a little bit overdone, so right. but only because I was busy playing things with you guys, which we'll talk about later. But oh, yeah, uh, man, I, my uh, man, my There's attention was elsewhere. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I couldn't I couldn't pay close attention to it. Normally, I like to try and get lamb out of out of the Weber a little bit earlier than than what I did, but, uh, you know, you can't win them all, Grizzler. You can't That's win them all, Grizzler. mate. That's
2: what happens. Um,
0: but, yeah, so, yeah, no, I had that. And then uh, what did we do? We came home uh, and caught up with some other friends in the Arvo. And, uh, and then yeah, I just had work this morning and freaking here I am. I'm freaking ready to go, ready to pump. I had a bit of a shit night with Ted last night, so I'm a bit zonked, to be oh. quite honest, but. Yeah, but,
2: um, I'm also you know, pretty low energy today, mate, so let's fucking pull each yeah, other through this free- one today,
0: buddy. Uh, absolutely, mate, we'll fucking, you know, we'll pull each other through, no walkers. But yeah, so anyways, look, we've got a big uh, big old freaking quest log prepared for you guys. So freaking, oh shit, I haven't got my fucking, what do you call it, ready to go? My freaking uh, soundboard yet. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's, dear. Doom with that's one voice. thing I
0: need to make sure I need to be doing. But anyway, so we've got a big old quest log for you guys. Very, very exciting. Lots of shit to talk about. I think you guys are going to enjoy it thoroughly. A uh, bit of CS news from software stuff happening. Uh, we've also got a bit of Star Wars Jedi Survivor shit going down. And GameStop, what's going on there? Stop what you're doing. We're going to be talking about GameStop. Uh, but yeah, before we do that, big old thanks to our wonderful Patreons who continue to support this podcast every freaking week. We bloody appreciate you guys immensely. They are the following legends Sukai, Moosey, Caging Run, Sergeant Paul, Lee GD, Jay Libs, Brendan. And Dan, fantastic! Who is in uh you know is in the chat right now? G'day, Dan. Welcome on, in. And uh, if you, Again, if you guys want to join us every uh, Monday yeah. night, seven PM WA at AWST, uh, you can do so. Watch the podcast get recorded live, recorded live uh, at Twitch TV slash Oceanic Gaming Radio, yeah, and some uh, worth- guys in here as well.
2: It's probably worth pointing out, uh, Cap, that the Patreons do get that beautiful purple diamond in the Twitch chat as well as an exclusive Discord role as well. Ah. So, you know, pretty special treatment for those folks around the uh, Patreon subscribers, the legends. Absolutely.
0: Now, another special person that's in the podcast right now is our uh, wonderful friend Blindsided Moose, who you might have noticed last Mm. week for our 50th episode did... Uh, well, Moosey designed a very special artwork for that particular episode. So, uh, Moosey, thank you so much, mate. It looked awesome. I got compliments oh, it on it. It's amazing, uh, mate. It's amazing. looks really cool. Don't and if worry. you haven't listened to that episode, go and have a listen to it because it's a ripper. We talk about some of the uh, uh, the early points of OGR and, and what led to its inception and and some of the design bits and pieces. And, yeah, I think it was a really fun episode. So, was go and have a freaking listen to it. now. Uh, and on that topic, go and tell mm. some other people to listen to this podcast. That'd be freaking great. We really appreciate it, and uh, also drop a re- review. That'd be also cool. All right, now on with the freaking quest log. Is Hell this yeah. gonna work? Nope. Okay, nope. it's, it's broken. fucking broken. Is That's it broken? It. Hang it on. Open. Oh, I see what's going on here. Hang on. Do you think I'm just doing this on the fly? Uh, there right, we go. Nice. There we go. Is this gonna work? There we bloody go. I just had to quickly change the settings of the fly and you guys didn't even realise I was doing it because I said nothing about it. I was mm. so quick, sneaky. You had no, no idea.
2: If they are in the Twitch chat, there is going to be some video playing tonight of yep. our main topics that I've just let you know. another you know perk of being in the Twitch chat while we're doing this. Absolutely. Gotcha.
0: So, um, but, yeah, you, you know, we'll, we'll do our best to describe with our wonderful vocabulary to the listeners at home what we are perceiving. Um, but, yeah, look, Grizz. so we had been getting rumblings uh, of the supposed Counter-Strike 2 update uh, to the Counter-Strike Go engine, uh, you yes. know, the, the very popular Counter-Strike Go uh, game that is floating around on Steam. Very, very big esports community and and whatnot. And just, you know, it's just a huge game. It's a massive game. Now, we slowly saw all these bits and pieces happening and people were sort of spreading the rumor mill that uh, Counter-Strike 2 was around the corner. And then all of a sudden... Uh, I think this was like a day before we actually got the big announcement. We saw a trademark filed for yeah. CS2 <laughs> and then people started shitting their fucking pants.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I remember time. you telling me, Cap, you were like, "Grizz, I'm pretty sure CS2 is like on the cards because this trademark thing had popped. And then it was literally like a couple of days later and we were seeing footage and all yeah. sorts of bits and pieces happening. So,
1: Yeah. At L- the yeah.
2: mate.
0: It it literally yeah we just kind of just smashed on in so I'm I'm guessing the rumor mill kind of just slowly peaked up and then all of a sudden bang we're uh, we're straight in there but but yeah so Ca- Counter Strike Two was announced on uh, whatever day it was I can't remember it was sometime last week but uh, but yeah they've announced Counter Strike Two a uh, update to I guess the you know the the Counter Strike engine quite a significant mm-hmm. one uh, and uh, and yeah they've got a limited test coming up. Soon, I believe. I'm not exactly too sure how you gain uh, access. I believe it depends on playtime on on the servers and is that right? uh, all these bits and pieces. A bunch, but bunch yeah.
2: going to streamers and other bits and pieces too. I'd imagine the old application yeah, process. Yeah, and...
0: absolutely. So it's a, it is a limited test. It is invite only. Mm. And that invite depends on a bunch of different uh, pieces of information on your account. Mm. Uh, But that's expected to ship in summer 2023, which is, I guess, winter our time, so maybe July-ish. So, yeah, pretty exciting stuff. Now, uh, Grizz, what were your kind of initial kind of thoughts when you saw this pop out?
2: Firstly, Cap, CSGO is 11 years old, mate, uh, 2012. It's definitely had its time in the sun. And I think that was, uh, I guess, I feel like it was kind of starting to show. We saw some other shooters coming out recently that uh, are doing quite well. Um, so I think it's you know Valorant and the and yeah the likes. Valorant and, and we've obviously obviously had Overwatch 2, which is I guess a bit different and not doing quite well. But no, this looks fantastic, mate. And from uh, what they're saying, they're they've overhauled every system, in, including some of the things that sit behind the servers. Uh, they talk about this sub tick, which. I'm sure you're going to explain to me soon, Cap. But yeah, everything I'll from gameplay to the, the the graphics and the lighting and everything else that sits behind the game—it um, looks freaking beautiful. Now, for some reason, my video is just paused. Yeah, I'm going to refresh that. Um, but yeah, so far, Cap, my first impression looking at the game—I um, like quite the, the way upgrade. It's the, quite the upgrade, mate. Quite the upgrade. And you, there's a couple of web pages where you can see, and they actually allow you to uh, use a slider to kind of slide between. Um, say t- two maps that are identical and look at the the graphic fidelity between the two and yeah it is uh it is pretty amazing to see what they've done with this um looks pretty cool but what are your initial thoughts cap what do you what do you think yeah no i
0: think i think it's moving in all the right directions and i think mm. hopefully this will be the uh, the update to the engine for posterity's sake i'm guessing you know this will be Another ten years of uh, Counter Strike Go, uh, really? uh, well Counter Strike, yeah. sorry, uh, but yeah, I think I think the offering uh, is pretty cool. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I mean you're right. I, I think Counter Strike Go was getting a little bit long in the tooth, I, but I think honestly, I think Steam and well Valve kind of played it pretty well. Absolutely. Kind of waited for a lot of their uh, big, uh, you know, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Compet- c- competition in in the the FVS esports mm. space to reveal their hand, uh, you know, Valorant obviously Waited got released. For the hype and then to
2: die down a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, they just
0: exactly. Got in,
1: uh, dropped this yeah. on
0: him, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, obviously had uh, Overwatch 2, and that's kind of already shit the bed, uh, but yep. yeah, so now, Absolutely. and now kind of Strike 2's, mm. uh, sort of. Hitting. Uh, funnily enough, just kind of quick side thing, Grizz, is, is I did see yep. that uh, there was a, a leak of, like, Valorant 2 as well.
2: Oh, what? Already? <laughs> so that game is new, man. What's yeah, I know. know game that game was out,
0: like, you know, last month or something. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was quite hilarious. But but anyway, so, yeah, look, I think, I think C, uh, CS2 is looking really cool. Now, the first big... Uh, big, massive change that they've announced. Now, uh, I will just kind of quickly preface this with these are the changes that they have uh, announced that are going to be part of testing within the uh, the limited test that's going to be conducted mid-year. So yep. uh, so there's more gameplay and or features in general than what we are going to be exploring here on this show and what they've shared so far. So just a bit of a – this is a, a window into what they're kind of trying to achieve with the game. So mm-hmm. uh, smoke grenades, uh, now oh, dynamic yeah, volumetric objects that interact with the environment and react to light, gunfire, and explosions. Yep. And they look awesome. So. Like if you're, you know, in old Counter-Strike, you, you couldn't, you could shoot through the smoke, but you, didn't, you had no idea where your bullets were going. There wasn't mm-hmm. any reactivity mm-hmm. with, you know, the environment or anything or, you know, your, your shots itself. But in the in the videos that I've seen and the GIFs that I've seen, it's, it, it does react to, you know, bullets moving through the smoke. It'll form like a... Like a, a tunnel, tunnel, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah through the smoke, sure it's it. really mm. cool. Uh, and you know, depending on the like a, a, a he grenade will actually create quite a big gap in uh, the in the smoke. Mm. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways that you can uh, you can use the smokes to interact with the environment, but it'll also kind of react to the environment around it. So if you throw it like you know near a dumpster or something, it'll kind of shape to, you know, that it won't go a- across the dumpster kind of thing, you know what I mean? So it will react to what's around it. But these look amazing and I do wonder how the competitive scene oh, feel look, about this.
2: There's going to be huge adjustments I'd imagine, Cap, because I mean, uh, you can not you no longer feel safe hiding behind a smoke. Uh yeah. You know, if someone throws a grenade or even shoots through it, they're going to be there's going to be huge mind games here. I actually think it'll be another Aspect of competitive play that you could look forward to seeing, seeing some yeah. of the smoke players and, you know, other bits and pieces should be really yeah. interesting.
0: It's, it's actually like, you know, you can hide behind a smoke, but you almost don't get as much benefit from dropping it yourself because then you don't really know what direction you might be getting people to revealing through the smoke. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's going to be really interesting. So, uh yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really interested to see how people use it. And I think I think there could be some pretty pog plays in the esports oh, yeah, scene. yeah,
2: absolutely, mate. And, yeah. uh, you know, kind of looking at its competitor here, and I would say, well, look, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'd say uh, CSGO or CS2's competitor here is Valorant. Valorant uses a lot of crazy different... Uh, characters have different abilities and things and, yeah. um, you know, a lot of different zoning abilities. And I guess when you look at what CS has always been, it's been quite simplistic uh, in terms of... Absolutely, you've yeah. and you've got smoke. So I think adding another layer of complexity to the game like this is uh, is going to work in its favour for sure.
0: Yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. And one thing that I didn't really think about is, is how do you compete with a game like Valorant uh, but maintain... I guess, uh, your player bases draw to the game. And that's probably a really good way is is providing this, you know, extra layer of game design to a, a well-known me- a mechanic and, and item.
2: Cap, do you think this is realistic? Do you think it's providing um, actual realism in terms of pushing smoke with bullets and uh, clearing it with certain grenades and things? Do you think that's stuff that would actually physically I don't know if happen? It'd
0: be a one-to-one, but maybe... maybe a little bit perhaps yeah, I, yeah okay. I, I don't know i don't know well i mean people will look at this these kind of the the gifts and stuff that have been shown and i'm sure they'll be like well it's not that realistic but it's mm. you know it's just it looks really good to be honest and i think it'll um be a quite a fun um change to the gameplay anyway but even just yeah. the way that you know the the smoke is reacting to the light in, in oh, the yeah. area you know yeah. it looks really cool like the the smoke looks you know, like it should be there. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. like a, you know, just just yeah, an old you, game with a old texture.
2: If you've you got know. beams of light coming through and your smoke's out, you'll see certain parts of the smoke that will be kind of lit up and uh, and shown. Now there was a really interesting um uh, uh shroud to the clip uh of of him and some others kind of playing through this, and there was a, a thing where he's looking at when you look at two sides of a smoke. Apparently in standard CS. Um, someone may have a different view to you, the enemy yeah. and yourself, looking through a smoke. Apparently, this is just enables consistency across the board. So yeah, no which is great. Have an advantage on you looking through a smoke, which is, yeah. Yeah, which is fantastic, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, kind of going further on that consistency and, and uh, you know, consistency and what people are seeing on their screen. So the... The basic kind of setup for servers in Counter Strike uh, used to be, and you know, is currently for CS:GO. Uh, they use these things called ticks, which are these time intervals. Where in between those time intervals, uh, they basically use the time the time at the start of an of an interval to calculate what has happened, and then the time resets, and then you go to the next interval. You calculate this, what's happened.
2: Is this the tick rate? Update. This is Captain the tick rate about. update. Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. Okay. So uh, that's how it used to be uh, mm. that, you know, uh, events in the game uh, on server side were calculated. And so what could happen basically is, you know, within that time between those time intervals, uh, things could happen and, and be missed or not quite routed correctly in terms of what happened first. Uh, so it could lead to all kinds of things such as, you know, your grenade's not going off correctly or... Uh, yeah. You know, you're, you're missing your shots and stuff like that. So now the the developers for Counter-Strike have introduced this thing called sub-ticks, which, you know, updates everything for these servers such that things can be calculated at a sub-tick rate now so that there is that actual, you know, moment-to-moment exact Kind of okay. exactness yeah. to it. So, because it was always, uh, I mean, I remember when I was even playing it, you know, people would complain about tick rate servers. They'd be like, oh, is this a fucking, you know, 64 <laughs> tick rate server or something? This is shit. Yeah, right. okay. um, you know, not that that kind of thing probably affected any pe- people in my skill bracket for sure, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, people still like to complain about it. So now people are not going to have any complaints to make about it. So, so,
2: so Cap, in, look, someone who's a bit of a noob like me, um, yep. When you're talking about ping and tick rate, how do they interact with each other? Do they interact?
0: Well, your well, I mean, they definitely don't. Like a higher tick rate and higher mm. ping would lead to you know, you know, Fantastic. extra okay. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, your ping's kind of separate. Like your ping is your particular. It's, it's how long it takes for you to communicate with the server itself. Whereas right? the tick so-
2: rate is server side. Exactly. So yeah, okay.
0: the server's getting sense. data at a certain rate anyway. So, so it's going so to be the received t- that the data. Tick
2: rate, the tick rate would potentially cause issues at LAN events as well, where there is zero ping involved. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Having... Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so for a competitive game, this sounds like a quite a big upgrade for the game as a whole. For consistency <laughs> of things, fantastic. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because you know we we we're getting quite. Uh, we were almost on an, inf- well, not an infinite resolution, but the resolution at which things are being calculated is much more finer now. Mm. So, you know, you're not missing out in between those those ticks so so yeah oh. the server infrastructure is going to be getting quite a big upgrade which is going to be a huge overhaul for this particular game and I'm sure a lot of people will be very stoked to hear that um, good. so yeah but yeah you, uh, of other overhauls grizz is yes. uh, yep. the the maps so the maps are getting quite a big um, update but I was actually quite interested in the approach they've got here grizz cuz mm. each map is basically the classic map. So you've you know you've got like uh, Dust um, Two and Dust Two and uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of all the other ones. Um, fucking Aztec, uh, probably maybe. I haven't yeah, there, Aztec. Though. Yeah. Oh no, I think, oh, no, I, I, think I saw Aztec. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't remember the names of them all. But um, the salts. Yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure I saw some. I haven't seen Overpass, any clear footage. New pass. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what else we got in
0: here? Then there's three other ones. Mm. But anyway, so basically the, they've got three different approaches per map. And so each map gets this particular treatment. So each mm. map has a full overhaul, an upgrade, and a and a I guess a touch t- touchstone equivalent. So starting with the touchstones, mm. the touchstones are basically like a one to one kind of exact replica of Counter Strike Go for that particular map. They've done very minimal stuff to it, but they've just updated to the lighting and, and other bits paint and pieces, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a fresh lick of paint just to make it look good in in the engine. So uh, you know th- that's that's kind of the touchstone stuff. So there's not an awful lot of change to it there. Next, they got the upgrades, which is you know they they include you know physics rendering and uh, realism in materials and, and and lighting interactions and all that kind of stuff, uh, and and include that within the map as well. So that looks like quite specky and that's fairly one to one still. Uh, but it just gives a, quite a big graphical up update and overhaul. So, it looks quite nice as well. But then they've also got the full overhauls. So, this is like new kind of approaches to the map, uh, you know, Sick. kind of changes to, you know, just the way the map looks. The, for example, they had uh, uh, overpass shown here. So, one of the pathways is actually a pathway, not just like gravel. Uh, you know, they've changed the signs. Placement of trees, Um, so you know that's obviously going to be quite a big difference because you know when it comes to Counter Strike, the actual like map itself and where certain objects are are very important because those are used for cover and to produce certain plays. Exactly peaks and which directions you're doing peaks in and where you expect your uh, I guess people to be. Hiding or waiting for you, so those big overhauls are going to be quite big. There's so, lots of like crazy yeah.
2: mechanics where they're fucking looking up in the air and they know the exact pixel to look at to throw a smoke to get it in the right spot oh, and all that kind absolutely. of Absolutely, so I wonder all that's going to change, that's going to be overhauled. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. I think the big one will be, uh, you know, like which of these maps are used in the actual esports, you know, mm. so what you know, because I mean, presumably, Counter Strike. Two will be the eSport that they probably promote the most. And yep. which of these are going to be the ones that they, you know, whether they do the touchstones or do they do the full overhauls or do they just do the upgrades? Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I'd imagine it'll be one of them uh, because mm. they'll want to be showing off all the cool new shit and getting people using the new, new see, stuff. See, I this is
1: an
2: interesting take here, Cap, because, I mean, we're going to get to the items as a whole, but I feel like they've really tried to retain... The good things that worked for CS:GO and pull those through, like the maps that have been around since the yep. 1.6 days. You know, Aztec and DDoS Two and all those were the those original iconic maps. They um, obviously, you know, they don't want to piss their fan base off. And you know what? I've yeah. I've seen very little negativity towards this announcement so far. I think so far they have what they've shown and the way that they've done it. Uh, and and the fact that they're using these cornerstone maps and other bits and pieces, they've just done a done done, done a pretty good job. A lot of thinking yeah. here on this. For oh, sure. for
0: sure. I mean, even even just their approach to I guess uh, modding features and just making sure that it's a pretty much a one-to-one experience and ensuring that mm. people can to continue to mod for you know Counter Strike because Counter Strike has got a huge modding community and always has done. You know, where, whether it's whether it's uh, item skins or new maps for like surfing or whatever it is, yeah. it's you yeah. know it's got a huge CS community. CS
2: surfing's huge, isn't it? I'm oh, absolutely.
0: Mm. Um, but yeah, talking about items, uh, yeah. your entire item inventory from CS:GO is going to be dropped straight into Counter Strike. So fantastic. Two, sorry. So and they'll look
2: fucking good as well when they come across.
0: Absolutely. Presumably <laughs> that yeah, like you know that when they come across, they're going to get the the new liquor paint and the CS uh, two. Kind of treatment, you know, all the all the nice f- sort of physics and I wonder and
2: whether textures. Um, since the announcement of uh, CS2, whether item prices have gone up on the on the uh, marketplace.
0: It's a really good point, actually. Um, I would
2: imagine they probably would have. You know, I, I know that I actually have noticed on my Steam uh, friends list a lot more of my friends have been playing CS recently since this is kind of dropped. Yeah.
0: Well, it'd be interesting to see uh, like what the old skins look like in the Counter-Strike 2 engine new because, engine. Mm. you know, some of the old Counter-Strike GO uh, skins look garbo, <laughs> like big-time garbo. I'm right? thinking of like an Orp skin called like something the worm or something like oh, that. Well, there's and a lot it, of it shit ones. That terrible. Garbage. Yeah. But it was such a big one when I first started. So I wonder if that looks really nice now and they've kind of given it a bit of a new approach and redone the... You know, the the actual artwork. So it'll be interesting to see what this actually looks like on the other side for every single kind of mm-hmm. item. So so yeah, it looks really good. But of other stuff that they've done as well, Grizz, they've kind of done a yep. bunch of visual effects sort of updates, which includes, I guess, blood splatter and 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 bits and pieces like that. Lighting overhaul. Mm-hmm. Lighting overhaul, massive lighting overhaul. Even yep. just things like uh, just Molotovs and the way they look and, and what the kind Molotovs of fire. Molotovs are
2: sick. You seen those? Like they yeah, look, they so look cool real nice. On the ground. Very, very nice. Kind of got like the blue flame and I don't know, they just look a lot more a lot more uh, kind of just like sure. like you'd
0: expect fire to interact with alcohol, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it, it's it's got a much more realistic Interaction with the actual alcohol itself, and and mm-hmm. that the way that that looks as from the fire, it looks really really mm-hmm. nice. So, yeah, increased the, kind of fidelity.
2: Um, the other one that's pretty cool cap is the blood splatters. The blood uh, when you shoot someone, depending on where you shot them from, and I assume with what weapon and headshot and things. But yeah, quite uh, quite uh, realistic looking. The old blood. Splatters oh, absolutely. They, as they spray off them. Yeah, <laughs> looks really
0: cool. So. But yeah, uh, and then they've also got some sort of UI overhauls as well, just to kind of, I don't know, bring that old kind of CS:GO over uh, what do you call it UI into the into the this generation. So so the HUD looks really nice, and uh, and then they've also got more accurate audio as well. Grizz reworked, yeah, rebalanced, yeah, reverbed. Look, so, something
2: that Cod the new Cod should look at. Apparently, the audio is pretty garbage in that people are using like third party software to get. Actual accurate footsteps and stuff. People are using sonar cap um, and overhauling. Is oh, that yeah. right? Yeah. Apparently, it makes for a much nicer experience when you're playing COD if you have that on. So
0: Yeah, okay. But yeah, so uh, obviously, a lot of interesting, new, gorgeous looking features coming to Counter Strike in the form of Counter Strike 2.
2: One thing you've missed here, mate, probably the yeah, most look- important thing on the list yeah, yeah. is um, if you look down, you can see your legs. Oh, it's pretty yeah. important.
0: They've added legs to the game. <laughs> yeah,
2: they've added legs. They you didn't have see. them before. That's right.
0: Yep. <laughs> so, that's good to know. I'm gl- I'm glad that they're really <laughs> really hitting the realism factor. So uh, that's really that's really good. Uh but actually uh Sukai in chat saying that he he has a uh, a field tested decimator m4 which is oh, field tested is like dang. the qual is one of the quality ratings for a for a gun and uh, right. it basically means that it's been fucking beaten around it looks a bit fucking old and shit. But apparently that skin is worth twenty dollars at the moment oh, which is bust. a
2: I I told you this last week, Cap. I locked into my CS:GO. I was trying to buy a game, and I didn't want to have to use real money, so I went and sold a bunch of CS:GO uh, weapons cases for like two or three bucks each. Really? Is yeah, that right? Yeah, it's definitely wow. worth having a look, man. That I just had them sitting there. They're wildfire cases, which was All from right. like long, long time ago. Mm. Keep talking. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking see if I can find my account. Count <laughs> Keep on talking. There is a website somewhere, man, that gives you your. Uh, actually, this is pretty bad. But definitely go check it out. There is a website that tells you how many dollars you have spent on Steam. Is that? Uh, what, oh, I've yeah. done
0: that before. And on DLCs,
2: uh, games, and in-game purchases, you would be yep. horrified to know. Oh it. yeah,
0: I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine what it looks like for me. Uh, Pav, whoa, how's yours? How's yours what Pav? the fuck? Wait, no, is that me? No, okay, no, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you s- you- I sorted by um, I sorted by uh, by what do you call it by price and then I saw something for four hundred twenty one bucks. I thought it was mine. I
1: don't know. I don't know how, don't know how to check
0: skin. mine in 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 particular because uh, there's well, a
2: site you got to put your Steam ID in and we'll do all that. Oh, this stuff, is a real right?
0: shame. I wish I could do this really quickly and easily right now. Uh, but yeah. I don't know if I can. I don't know if there's an. Uh, I'll, I'll try and figure it out. Maybe someone in chat can tell me how to go and do it. Give me a step by step how to do it in Throw Steam, it out, and I'll, I'll try and figure it out whilst we're doing stuff. But, don't want to see yours, yeah. Pav
1: uh, Guys, let's
2: let's compare. Uh, you know, compare uh, Steam penis sizes by seeing how much we've spent, <laughs> and we'll post it on the Twitter.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say let's chuck it on the Twitter this this evening or yeah,
0: all right. yeah, I love it. All right, let's do that. Sounds pretty uh, good. Yeah. So that sounds great. Um now.
2: Yeah. So I think that's the majority of the features, Grizzly. Yeah, mate. We've nailed it. Uh, Nothing else on mine that I wanted to bring up, I don't think.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I had one question.
2: Can I play it? And we you answered <laughs> that early on, didn't you? I don't think um I don't think the general normal people are gonna get a chance to play it until release. I think we need yeah. to No, to, I think, think
0: to it's gonna be a little special. while. It's gonna be mostly kind of mm. Oh, hang on. Grizz, I've got an I've got a skin in here. I yep. just found it. I've got the Decimator as well, the decimator. and that is worth $18.17. Ah. Oh,
2: easy bucks, mate. I'm going to sell that right fucking now. You know, what, you, know right what you can buy with that, Cap? Yeah. You know what? what you can buy with that? You can yep. buy it twice, actually. Rotator. Yep. You can buy it twice.
0: I don't want rotator. Give one to Pav. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm,
0: so, some, I'm selling some. this Decimator as we speak right now. I agree to the Steam <laughs> subscriber agreement.
1: <laughs>
0: Do it. Sell it, Gaben. There we go um but yeah so there you freaking go um there's a lot i've got a lot of i'm actually just zipping through it right now i've got a couple of guns worth two dollars sixty six i've got a uh, something worth literally nothing uh what else have i got i've got a sticker worth four cents there's a lot of shit in here Grizz. you should go through yours when you get a chance and yeah, see if you okay. can find anything that's particularly uh expensive but but yeah it's a pretty freaking kill pal so yeah there you go the prices going off <laughs>
1: Make some money off, while you can. But, yeah, so there you yeah. go.
0: Counter-Strike 2 coming who knows when. Probably end of the year, I reckon, if they're doing a, like an alpha pre-test kind of limited thing. I reckon we might see some actual shit kind of towards the end of the year. So I reckon around about there, December. Well, what's your estimations, guys? When do you guys reckon you'll we'll see it?
1: Bruce?
2: Well, they've said uh, summer, didn't they? So they said well, that was summer. for the limited
0: test. When off are we gonna see the test. full re- oh,
2: full release? Well, man, gee, I don't know. Sometime after summer, I reckon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perhaps. Pretty... What do you what do you think, Pav? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. There you go. No, look, I think it's gonna Very go good. off like a frog in a sock. I honestly think that this will take uh esports once again Boy, in the storm. shooter space and Boy, bloody storm and nail it.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. All right, Grizz. Um, that's really yeah, cool. Do you know what else is really cool? How Elden many Ring. times people have died to millennia in Elden Ring. That's yes. also really cool. Yep, yep, so yep, yep, yep. From Software have released uh, the Elden Ring Battle Scar infographic, which mm-hmm. is an amalgamation of all the top statistics yep. uh, in the uh, in the Elden Ring game, mostly death associated and, and boss attempts. So, uh, Before the- we dive
2: in, Cap. Yes. Are you sir. surprised by any of the st- stats in here?
0: Uh you know what? Not really. No. No. Ah, okay. uh, no. Not particularly. I think this kind of lines up pretty closely to how I'd expect this. Right. So, so mm. when it comes to boss attempts, right, we got yeah. five point nine billion boss attempts recorded. Sheesh, uh, a lot. So, hang on. Elden Rings have initiated nearly six billion boss battles since launch. So, uh, so Millennia was recorded as number one with three hundred twenty nine million attempts against mm. her. She is a motherfucker. She is she is uh, very difficult, hard. You know what? Very though, Cap.
2: I'm actually. I don't know. See, I, I didn't, I didn't think that everyone would get to Millennia. I'm going to be honest with you. Like that's I, dedication yeah. to the game. Whereas everyone's going to see the Tree Sentinel. I actually thought the Tree Sentinel would be number one because every player, first thing they see, they're going to die to the Tree Sentinel at least But do you know once. what? I reckon,
0: so here's, here's the thing, right? I think mm. the players that do get to Millennia, she is like a significant challenge that does, yeah. like for me, it probably would have been like, I don't know, 20 attempts, maybe more. Maybe more than that. That's nothing, mate. Probably like 30. I spent
2: at least five or six hours on Millennia and I had the cheese build as well. I had the old. I probably
0: spent about five or six myself. So, whatever that is, equivalent in attempts, but you know, there's probably a couple of drinks here or there or whatever. Mm. But then, you know, so I think that makes sense, right? Because you've got players who have pushed for this really difficult challenge and gotten there. Uh, Then we've got Margot, which is the first kind of main boss that is. Uh, you have to defeat Margaret to progress, don't you?
2: Yeah, you I do. think she is yeah. like a. Well, no, there is a way to sneak around her. I think if you go around. The no, other I side. think there's
0: a way to sneak around uh, the other one after Margaret. Oh, the
2: one after. So you have to fight Margaret. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Margaret is the first test of that game for sure. Yeah. So um,
0: I'm not surprised that that's the second one because most people by that point probably just quit the game they went fuck this. I hate this game. And if that if it if they didn't quit there they would have quit even earlier that, than that at the Limgrave uh, Tree Sentinel and being like, I never want to play this game ever again. Why did I buy this <laughs> fucking game? They probably did two or three attempts of Tree Sentinel and that was enough yeah. for them. Yeah. Then Radagon makes sense because that would have been everyone pushing towards the last final boss. And that fight was actually kind of a pain in the ass because there was a lot to it. So, yeah. And then... Star Scourge, Radan, not surprised. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of the easier ones, but you know, it's kind of just trailing in there. The one mm. I'm surprised not to see in there was Moog, the the
1: yeah.
2: you know, the blood man. You know, so he was an optional boss, uh, whereas all these look to be in the way of the mostly not optional. I, I feel like some people went without fighting potentially without fighting Moog, but yeah. Um and just for those who don't know or didn't get to Moog, he basically has this one move cap. What is it like? He just he lifts yeah. his Second phase. He just starts channeling
0: up. this move that just bleeds you for like a minute. <laughs> You're
2: just like, okay, I'm just
0: gonna drink my fucking potion for fucking sixty seconds, and hope mm. I don't die to blood loss. Uh Yes, he's he's, he's the worst. So I, I think people just decided not to do it by the looks of things. So, anyways, but, but, did I yes.
2: misgender one of the bosses, Sukai? I'm sorry. I think you might have. I think
0: Margaret is is a you know a something. So, something. anyways. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Now causes of death, grizzly over nine yeah. billion. So
2: <laughs> this would have been a great poll. What do oh, yeah. the highest cause of death in Elden Ring was?
0: Yeah, but they could have just got to look up the stats and probably just fucking be like, yeah, I reckon this a. Um, but anyway, so sixty nine percent nice uh, to enemies yep. and NPCs. Uh, and then fifteen percent to status effects, uh, which yep. was poison, scarlet rot, blood loss, fr- frostbite, etc.
2: And I reckon a lot of those oh, probably yeah. died of scarlet rot were in Melania, probably, <laughs> or in that fucking swamp. <laughs> You know, that's, that fucking scallop oh, rock swamp area. in the- area. <laughs> Second <laughs> yeah. fucking area. Souls games and their swamps There's always in, a swamp.
0: So- there's Yeah, fucking me like, he can't help himself. Uh, and yeah. then was, there was 14% fall to death. And I reckon mm. the entirety of that 14%, I can think of the exact spot in Limgrave mm-hmm. where there's like this- There's You can see a chest and the only way to get to the chest is actually if you go through a dungeon. Uh, But it's on like a cliff face, but it kind of looks like you can jump with the horse (laughs) with double jump to it. And I reckon a thousand million deaths were there. Okay. Uh, in that yeah. particular area, there's that um, one
2: bit where you got to climb up a castle somewhere on the side of a hill and you got to couple go these really precarious bits and then you get in the inside and you've got to climb down the castle to get through it. I died a lot to falling through oh that. Man. Bit. It was a fucking yeah. absolute nightmare.
0: Yeah, the platforming in, in From Software is not particularly great anyway. So when nah. you've got to do shit like that. Uh, yeah, but and and then you also had 2% by another player, i.e. PvP, mm. so there you freaking go. Now, they also had summons, co-ops versus invasions. 88% of invasions or summons were co-op, Um, you know, jolly okay. co-op, so jolly not uh, non-PVP-style yeah. stuff, whereas 12% of summons was invasions. So interesting mm. stat there. It kind of makes mm. sense. I think a lot of people would have been summoning people to get through bosses and shit like that. So. Do
2: you know I'm yet to play any... Souls born PvP cap. I have never dipped my toes into it.
0: Look, I've done it like maybe twice, but I just don't like it. I'm I, not a fan. I'm, I'm, I'm shit, so I'm not, I'm not, I don't want do <laughs> yeah. to do it. I don't want to do it.
2: I don't want to pay you wanna wanna a, play something. You that I'm shit. You probably need at. to be uh, playing meta to oh, slam people.
0: Mate, yeah. 100%. Mm. Uh, but yeah, and then they've also got top five spells cast uh, Rock Sling, followed by yeah. Crystal Torrent. Uh, glintstone pebble great blade uh, phalanx uh, and then rot rotten
1: now, breath.
2: Now, I actually did some thinking about this one for once. Um, I was my first thing was why isn't Azu's Common in here or Renala's full moon, which are my 2 favorite spells? Mm. And the reason why is because they use a lot of mana, they're less spamble. So usually you would use one. Don't,
0: aren't they also like kind of locked behind like fairly optional stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, you may be right. But Renala, even then, you're using one per, sort of one per uh, per Estus refill, basically. Because Yeah, that's that's a lot, man. Meta. Whereas yeah. the, the glintstone pebble, you go, shim, shim, shim.
0: Oh, I know the one. Yeah.
2: You're just firing them off one yeah. after another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. I, don't, I don't remember one, which though, one Rock sling is, though. Rock sling is the three rocks that sling out. And the reason why oh. that gets used a lot is because you find an item across your path early on that boosts that spell, and it's quite OP early on. I think you can find, like, a staff of something that does it.
0: It looks like Roxling comes from a chest in uh, the, like, the area where the big do- T-Rex dogs are. I can't remember what you call that place um, anymore. Uh, what the fuck is that place called? Um, you know, the big T-Rex dogs, Grizz, Come on, oh, you know the place. The T-Rex,
2: yeah, the ones that jump. Yeah, yeah that's where you get the... Uh- you get you get the I think you get the staff and sling in the same uh, little it, area there.
0: What is it what is that place fucking called? Someone in that's, chat will what, know for sure. That's where the Scarlet that, Rot place you know, is, you, right? Oh well, so there's one Scarlet Rot uh like yeah, yeah. um swamp there, but the, the worst one's underneath uh the oh, yeah, the the, the, the world. Um can't remember yeah, what it's the called.
2: It starts with
0: a K- Kaled, K- that's Kaled. the one. Yeah, Caled. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's where that one comes from. So that's actually kind of off the beaten track a little bit. So I don't know. That's mm. interesting. Uh, and then we've got top five most acquired incantations. Blessing of the Erd Tree, Bestial Sling, uh, Golden Vow, uh, The Flame of Frenzy, and Bestial Vitality. So there you go. That's that's the That's the fucking lot. That's all the stats, Grizz. That's every yeah. single one. So it's cool yeah, to cause... see
2: him do something like this, though Cap. I found it interesting. Mainly the deaths, Absolutely. I think, was cool. To, cool to look at the breakdown. And like, are you surprised that they are recording all the stats for this stuff? Like, is that
0: no, is... not particularly, because uh, <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be difficult to. Maintain a log of that. You're already kind of, uh, you know, if you if you, a lot of these thing people if people are playing online, then they're already mm. kind of communicating with a service. So just kind of like sharing that data anyway. That data is probably stored on the disc, uh, like on not on the disc on the player's console, and that just gets like sent through to from software yeah. every so often.
2: And I guess they use a lot of that data to inform things like uh, your PlayStation rewards and things for doing certain yeah, things. Yeah, but
0: even think about this, Grizz, like all of that data is probably used to inform them about where they went right with game design. True. Yeah. So, you know, why do people want to go these particular spells? Is it because they're really strong or not? You know, and that also helps with balance. You know, why are people using these particular spells more than others? You know, because people complain about balance for things, but then, you know, the stats of the actual, like, game, people look at that mm. and they go, well, you know, people aren't even using this this particular, you know, supposedly strong spell so much, so we're not going to bother um, changing it. So, And
2: I'll tell you what, Captain Elden Ring's credit, and we will get there in the next story, but they are actively, constantly updating the meta through patches uh, in Big terms time. of making things stronger and weaker and uh, game balances and uh, and everything else. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Now I, this didn't realize, coincided... I didn't realise that they would go into that much detail on stuff, but I guess it makes sense, right, trying to balance oh, things. And...
0: Absolutely, mate. It's good. You know, it's nice to kind of get the full scoop. But uh, speaking of full scoop, Grizz... Uh... Yeah. Ray tracing is now in Elden Ring oh, as well. Oh yeah. As per mate. the last most recent uh uh patch, patch note. Mm. Uh, they did a bunch of stuff, but one of the big things was including ray tracing, a bunch yeah, of balance that, stuff, um, etc. Is that
2: ray tracing available on PS5 as well? Do you know? Uh
0: yeah, it looks like it is. I think you can go into the game options and and t- turn it on. So that's uh, pretty cool. Okay. You can get your fucking rays traced. Uh yeah. so pretty cool. So there you go. That's fucking Elden Ring. Now, the interesting thing that popped up the other day, Grizz, was mm. someone pointed out on LinkedIn that <laughs> one of the producers uh, that was working on Elden Ring and yeah. other games such as, you know, the new Armoured Core, etc., yeah. they had in their LinkedIn profile, I think they were looking for a new job, that they were working on an unannounced From Software project. And that yeah. started. That particular thing started. Now, have I got the fucking- Date here, I think it was tw- early like January
2: like 2022. Oh, tw- yeah, January 22. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I was thinking that he just hadn't updated his LinkedIn profile and he was talking about Elden, uh, talking about, uh, um, the new one. What's it called?
0: Um, El- 11, uh, uh, Armored Core, Armored Core. Yeah, yeah, no, just hadn't updated his no. shit. This seems to be something that has happened. Like, so he was, well, they were lead game designer. And project manager on Elden Ring uh or from Feb 2021 to present. And then they also were a producer on an unannounced project, uh, Jan 2022. And then they're also a producer slash co-director for Armored Core 6 from okay. May so 2017. Hmm. So what could it be, Grizz? What are your bets? Hit me with your bets. <laughs>
2: Does unannounced mean that it's a new IP or could it be something else? Oh, no,
0: it just says unannounced about? project, doesn't say anything project. else.
2: Okay. Uh, Dark Souls 2 Remaster.
0: Fuck off, Grizz. Get out of it. <laughs> I know Get what you want me to say. Get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Bloodborne 2, I'm fucking walking uh, to Japan or over, yeah. over the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking build a raft and I'm going to fucking pull fucking, fucking Miyazaki's chin hands out and say until he. Gives in and starts development on it.
2: He doesn't give the people what they want very often. No. Cap. <clears> no.
0: But, he, I mean, he keeps producing things that we don't know he want, though. So, Seriously, yeah, he's doing bro, a pretty good job. I
2: think a Dark Souls 2 remaster would be fucking greatly appreciated.
0: True. Maybe. Probably not, actually. I think everyone hates Dark Souls 2 the most. They do. I yeah. like it. I I I like. I actually quite liked Dark Souls 2. but you? Yeah. Uh, t- yeah.
2: I'll tell you what, man. I will say the Artorias... Artorias wait, is that... Is that Dark Souls 2? You'll be in fight? Dark
0: Souls 1, and that has is been that, remastered. Oh,
2: that That is the Artorias fight, okay, yeah. Looking Maybe if that, they that, gave it the Demon Souls remaster or remake. nothing memorable about Dark Souls 2, Cap. Nothing memorable. Fuck
0: off. The Majula theme
2: song, mate, is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the only get one. Get out of it. As soon as you get into the fucking hometown and you're in there and you hear that little yeah. ringing in your ears, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. fucking tinnitus right there. <laughs> the fucking the, the enemy spam in that game was obnoxious. Oh, I know,
0: I know. But it's still a fucking good game. That was my first real big Dark Souls experience. so, And then I went back and did everything else and then did three. So, um, Mm. yeah, great game. Anyways, Grizz, moving along. That's enough about From Software. Now, Grizz, the Star Wars Jedi Survivor game that's coming out on uh, 28th of April, that's the sequel to Jedi Star Wars. uh, Star Wars Jedi, what what the fuck was uh, Fallen Order?
2: Fallen Order, that's the one, Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so the next, the sequel is coming out. It's coming out hot, and they just released their first story trailer. So, giving you a bit yeah. of a look into all the story beats, looks like the uh, the Jedi Order's kind of, you know, being routed uh, out, ratted out again, if they're all in little hardy holes there for trying to find a, a nice little fun spot in the galaxy. Uh, mm-hmm. And Cal Kestis is leading the charge. You know, you got all your favourite characters from the first game. Can't remember any of their names, but they're all in there. Yeah. Uh, and- uh, yeah, I think the big thing that was really shown off, Grizz, was just literally the fact that they've got uh, like cooperative, uh, well, not cooperative, kind of like um, like finishing moves that include your like friend that's moving around with you, which Dang. maybe might be selectable. that like maybe you can choose who's who's going on missions and stuff with you.
2: Maybe you can choose your finishing move. Now that does look pretty cool, Cap. I will say that graphically, it looks very similar to what. Fallen Order kind of looked uh, like yeah. when or saw that, which yeah. is the bad which thing. I, that I is- think that's a good thing. You know, yeah,
0: prob- good, God of War is probably good. in the exact same boat and that's still done really yeah. well. I would agree. Um, I think execution is yeah. going to be the, the big important point. I just, uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, it, it looks really good. Uh, there's one, mm. there's like a, for- a force, like it's funny how they call them force users, not like because they don't want to be called Jedis because they're Sith and they're <laughs> like, uh, yeah, right. one of our force users is... Uh, Uh, You know, finding a Jedi. (laughs) So, so, I don't know. I just find that quite funny. But, yeah, there's a Force user that's got like a a Kylo Ren-esque, you know, uh, like Templar fucking- What do you even call his- I'm just going to call it like a Templar lightsaber from Kylo yeah. Ren and the more, more recent iterations of Star the Star Wars movies. But, but yeah, then you've got your all your classic sca- characters with, with uh, Force and all the other abilities, and they're showing off some, some of the Force abilities that you'll be using uh, in the game to interact. What's this sort of you
2: know, robot interact? called, Cap, that
1: be- sits on his shoulder?
0: Bebop or some shit. I don't Be-1, know. B-1, is it? I
1: thought it was no, a uh, banana. boo <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> uh,
2: Anyway, he's fucking in it. But also, there, is, uh, there is footage of a bounty hunter as well. I don't know if
0: you've B- seen that. BB1 or BD1? We're getting a BD1. few different answers Something in chat. Like um, yeah, I think it might yeah. be BD1. for That sounds about I right. Well, I knew there was B1. a B in there. Yeah, I was fucking close. Yeah. Yeah. But that robot was cool. That was a yeah. cool robot. Yeah, very uh, cool. But, yeah, I think um, the thing I'm looking for, forward to most here, Grizz, is, yeah. well, probably just a continuation of the story. I, I I never finished it, but I actually watched a recap the other day because I was like, I'm never going to go back and finish this. So I'm just going to watch the recap. And, man, that game is a fucking cracker. It's really good. Uh, you know what, so, Kat, Yeah,
2: You could save some time and just watch the recap before the next one comes out
0: yeah, that's why they call them a recap because <laughs> it's how I, you know, I get my information. you know that's right. no no, uh, no yeah. I
2: agree. I actually did play through uh, the first one on on stream and I put it on the hardest difficulty. and you look, like that that it plays like a Souls game when you do that when you put it on the uh, the the most challenging one and there's a couple of hits and you're dead. so I'll probably do the same again. have a bit of fun. uh seems seems great. So I'm looking forward to giving it out. I
0: saw I saw a pretty fucking awesome, hilarious comment on the Reddit um, article for this that it was uh, someone talking about how it was cool that you can you know bring your old companions together, and then uh, someone posted it's not just old friends but old enemies will that will return. Uh, and there was Ogdo Bogdo walks out of the shadows with cybernetic legs and tongue, robotic tongue holding a double sided lightsaber. That's like the first big. Uh, enemy that you verse in, like the caverns on the first game, it's like this big fucking frog.
1: <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that? that's that?
2: Right, yeah, I do. <laughs>
0: that would be frog. so dope, man. Uh, you know, does uh, this frogs coming out with uh, with cybernetic legs and uh, that? Whole area and, was cool, and, man. Yeah, the frogs be rad.
2: kick kick your ass.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, very cool. But yeah, so there you go. So, go and check out the 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 trailer if you're listening at home. Hmm. It, it, it We're mm-hmm. kind of showing a, a little bit of it on the on the stream right now, but. Uh, but yeah, yeah, really cool, uh, really cool what they're they're producing. Now, the final thing we want to talk about during the quest log, Grizz, is GameStop. You know, the parent company for EB Games. Yeah, uh, their stocks are rising, and it, it rose quite sharply last week. And just wanted yeah. to kind of touch base as to what's been happening, Grizz. So um, I might just quickly run through it because yeah, you know, don't want to bit. spend too yeah, much yeah, time yeah. on it. But uh, but yeah, I've basically,
2: got some, uh, I've got some pie in the sky uh, uh things that aren't on there that I want to discuss with you so you, you explain okay. it and then we can we can theory craft this cap
0: all right absolutely so uh yeah basically their despite their net sales dropping from 2.23 billion uh from their last uh, quarter or whatever uh, to 2.25 billion mm. uh well from 2.25 billion to $2. 2.3 billion uh, 2.23 billion uh, they still saw a, you know, a, they turned a profit this year and that's the first profit that they've turned in two years. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, they, they basically sort of said, look, we, this is because we've been cutting our inventory levels. Also seems like they're impinging on their real estate and brick and mortar stores, moving maybe slightly more to e store offerings and, uh, yeah, some. Uh, I was reading some suggestions as to why this might be going further and people just kind of just with talking about, uh, I guess, uh, just observations that they've made in, for GameStop. And I, I mean, I've probably seen similar things happening here over time, mm-hmm. but um, people kind of just suggesting that, look, I think it seems like they're just cutting down on staff and some staff having to do really garbo shifts and stuff. So S-
2: so some stats on that, Kat. Um in 2022, we had 5,700 locations worldwide, uh, as in GameStop stores. Mm-hmm. 2023, we have uh, 4,400, so over thousand stores reduced globally. But yeah, I think it's interesting you are talking about about that, and I think it comes down to, you know, COVID, right? How many people are out there walking the streets going to buy video games? It was much more safe and probably easier to buy digital copies of things or if we're ordering them physically, you'd probably order them physically online. So um, that whole cost-cutting, reducing having to go in in and buy your games. So, yeah, I mean, imagine how much money they're saving by having a 1,000 less stores and employees less rent and all that shit you need. Everything that
0: gets bundled in there, mate, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think uh, that's That's definitely going to be a big one. But I think they've even seen quite a big shift from... Where they were? I mean, think about you know here in Australia we have Zing, which is uh, an affiliated EB Games kind of um, pop culture item on resale retailer. You know they sell Mm -hmm. pops, pop vinyls, and board games, and shirts, and all kinds of shit anime figurines. What's it called? Uh, Cap
2: Zing? Is it?
0: It's called Zing.
2: And that's part Uh, of the EB Games stores. Yeah. uh, Yeah, right. And I
0: think a lot of stores are probably seeing maybe, you know, quite, you know, good sales in that area because people would like to go and look at those things. Whereas with games, we've spoken about this many times, Gritz, and we've even done polls on this. It's like people are quite happy just to buy them digitally or through a game sort of subscription service these days. Uh, you know, there are a subset of people that prefer to have their games in in physical form, and I 100% will be quite happy to say that, uh, you know, they exist, and they absolutely do exist. Um, but, you know, unless people are really kind of going deep on the collector's editions and, and physical copies, some people just don't want that. I mean, I don't anymore. I don't want physical copies of games, you know. I prefer to That's have friendly. digital.
2: Take, takes up room, doesn't
0: it? it certain does. things,
2: <laughs> certain things though, Cap. Like, I wanted to have a physical copy of Elden Ring because it yeah, came so. with a map and it came with some other stuff in there that was cool. But if it's something that I don't particularly care about, yeah, digital. Grab it yeah. and grab it and
1: go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I think maybe their change in approach to what they're actually stocking, and, you know, they did say that they're sort of cleaning up their stock levels and inventory levels. Um, yeah, I can imagine that kind of, you know, big change to their overall business uh, must be, you know, clearly it's doing something. So to the point where they're turning
2: a profit. So it's pretty crazy. Cap, yeah. are we seeing this across other markets? Obviously, we've seen tech and, and things really suffer over COVID. Uh have the COVID blues kind of worn off? Are we seeing other markets uh, bounce back, like GPU sales and console sales and things as well, or is this just a uh, uh, is this just uh, a GameStop thing? I don't really Do you know? know.
0: I think mm. I think GameStop are probably being quite business savvy about it. You know, at the uh, I would say at the dismay of you know the staff that they're cutting and the the shops that they're getting they're shedding from their their portfolio, but um, I, I'm not really too sure, Grizz. I, I think we probably need another year to just really see what's happening out there, to be honest. Like, yeah. um, I think we're still kind of navigating a post well, – I say post-COVID, but, I mean, COVID's still around, you know. So, you know, mm. our post-COVID uh, scare era, I guess, moving into just living with COVID and what that means for the economy now based on – you know, having to leave well, in. I the price of, like years any, of any any
2: computer chip was ridiculously expensive, right? To do with the silicon. Well, it wasn't just because of that, but I believe some of it was to do with the silicon shortage and uh, using a lot of silicon for vaccines and other bits and pieces at, at last minute requirement. I'd imagine that those kind of pressures probably aren't as uh, forefront now. So I don't you know, would think so. It'd be interesting yeah. to see. We need a we need a bloody uh, economist amongst us, Cap, that knows the these answers, mate, and we can.
0: Yeah, actually, that that would be a good thing to try and look out for as someone who does specialise in video game-related economy uh, trends. I'd love to pick someone's brain about that. How good would that be? Yeah, Yeah, that'd be be fucking cool. Um, But, yeah, maybe we'll have a look into that. But, yeah, anyways, there you go. Game freaking stop, Grizzly. Uh, Now, that's the quest log, Grizz. We did actually do a poll this week.
2: Oi, organised. Okay.
0: Yeah, we actually fucking got our shit together and we did it. So uh, now last week, again, we spoke about the fact that we had a cheeky little mind map brainstorm sheet of old OGR names and themes and, you know, related content that we were thinking of uh, to kind of try and generate a name for this podcast before we actually landed on Oceanic Gaming Radio. Uh, and so we said that we'd, we'd share that. <laughs> Uh, And we'd see, we'd put a, we'd do a bit of a poll to see what people liked the most. Uh, So uh, we, we picked the top four from our perspective, uh, Mm -hmm. names that weren't OGR. uh, And they were as follows, Grizz. Do you want to go through them?
2: Absolutely, mate. We had uh, dad loadable content, real time Tinnies something, Australia from keyboard or AFK, or just Snagger. I voted for Snagger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, bringing up the rear with 10% of the vote was Real Tinnies something. That was obviously the play of the words for the RTS. Yeah. Kind of, uh, Pretty much
0: every one of them except Snagger was like some kind yeah, of va- game related, you know, abbreviation. But yeah, uh,
2: anyways. Anyway, uh, equals second was uh, Australia from Keyboard. I actually don't mind that. I think that is. That's actually pretty catchy, yeah. I, I hate, hate it, it so much. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's not good. But it's not as terrible as Snagger. Now Snagger's on, better. better. Snagger, Snagger should it? have won. I actually think <laughs> we should rebrand. <read> <laughs> it's got nothing to do with gaming. Nothing. Uh, That's but, why it's no. so good. <laughs> Someone's going to see it on the on the Spotify. Where did it like, did that come from? Man. I don't
3: even remember that. It was just in the in the
0: mind map but I thought it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> it's the word snagger floating around in there. Anyway.
2: Now uh the winning uh the winning one was a dad loadable content, DLC.
0: I still yeah. think that's a
2: fantastic name. That's I think pretty that's good.
0: pretty good actually. It's a bit of a cracker. But yeah, so there you go. That was the OGR podcast. I should have done that earlier, but it's done. Um oh, so oh, yeah, Paul, sorry. Not podcast, but, yeah, you know that's what it. I mean. Um, I like it, so, yeah, there you go. Now, yeah, as I said, we do a uh, weekly poll every week when we remember. I promise you they're going to be more regular now. Uh, every weekend uh, on our Twitter, uh, that's uh, twitter.com slash OGR show. Go and follow the Twitter and, uh, yeah, vote in our poll. We'd appreciate it. It'd be freaking great. That's there. There you go. Now, Grizz. Yes, sir.
2: How's your gaming been going, mate? Good? (laughs) Mate, gaming's been going pretty good. I've got a couple of things to talk about here. Um, Cap, first thing is on Saturday I caught up with you and we, uh, uh, Cap and I and a few other friends did a a Magic the Gathering draft. Uh, So we went in and we uh, chipped in a couple of bucks each and we bought a set booster box of Innistrad Midnight Hunt. And I'll tell you what, Cap, I will say that set for drafting and particularly the box we bought, which is a set booster box uh, and just a couple of things about that that has a higher chance to get rare cards plus other cool stuff like alternate artwork and other other things but, Dude, the artwork on Magic the Gathering, particularly this set, is amazing. Like just yeah. the detail and you you could have maybe, uh, you'd have find one card and then you find another card with the alternate artwork and both so beautifully drawn. Um, but it was great. Cap, I, I really, really enjoyed the draft um, and if you don't know what a draft is, essentially you uh, each divvy out the the card packets amongst your, your friends and you open one pack and you select one card from the pack you're holding, and then you pass it on to the next person, and they select one. You until, keep doing a ring around the rosy. You keep doing a ring around the rosy until you have your bunch of cards that you then make a deck from, and then you play against uh, each other in kind of like a little round robin tournament. But um, yeah, fantastic! Magic the Gathering, what a game cap. Just um, I also also found that this particular set had some very interesting mechanics. It has this like day and night mechanic where um, Depending on what cards you have out and play, they'll they will change uh, depending on the day and night cycle. So there's a whole werewolf mechanic that's kind of oh,
0: what cards you play on your turn? Yeah, or It'll what cards you play in your day turn. and or night?
2: Yeah, it kind of flicks into day and night. and, and uh, cards will have different powers depending on whether it's daytime or nighttime. So um, just which just...
0: leverages into the werewolf and vampire kind of oh. uh, fantasy of that particular card set, right? It's pretty cool. R-
2: Really, really enjoyed it, mate. Really, really enjoyed it, and also just a good opportunity to spend some time with friends and have a couple of beers and. Everything Couldn't agree else. more. Cap, Bloody excellent. Yeah, excellent.
0: I um, I managed to pull. So I pulled a Planeswalker, oh, which yeah, is kind of like too. a special card. It's like a, mm. it's almost like a, it's like a hero card, basically, isn't it, Grizz? It's, it's mm. like a, it has a special set of abilities that are kind of outside of the scope of everything, and you can play it separately. Yeah. Almost like another player. It's it's a very special card. Mm-hmm. Now, the particular card I got was one of the more expensive ones on was the, the listings.
2: Was that? Oh, it wasn't the most expensive, but it was up there, wasn't it? wasn't
0: the like most this, expensive. Yeah. There was one particular card called Meat Hook Massacre, which is like oh, yeah, that's fif- right. almost 50 bucks USD. Yeah. Uh, the one I got was listed at, uh, I think it was $9 USD for Ren and 7. Now, I mm-hmm. got the foil grizz.
2: Is it a foil planeswalker?
0: It's a it? foil planeswalker. What?
2: I did not know that, mate. Yeah,
0: How and it's worth twenty it? bucks.
2: No, yeah, not bad, man. There Jesus. you freaking
0: go. So 20, 20 US do- dislers uh, in my pocket if I want to go and flog it. So yeah. pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, it was a good draft. I think my 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 draft wasn't amazing. I probably needed to lead a little bit heavier into a more stable manner curve in the lower manner, but. <laughs> you know cap you and i
2: drafted the same colors mate so that's never smart when you've got two blokes stealing each other's cards yeah in fact cap Cap and i's decks were i guess kind of reasonably similar and i guess maybe that's because it's the same colors but i i feel like i definitely tried to leverage more off that day and night cycle more um my whole mechanic was to try to get creatures across uh the mana curve all the way from one and, and six and then try to have all of those creatures if i can upgrade when it's night time so i was yep. trying to draft those ones the whole werewolf thing because i thought the mechanic was pretty cool oh the um, mechanic
0: was great because i kind of wanted to lead into that as well i was like this is a cool mm. mechanic let's do this i was probably so.
2: stealing all your cards that you wanted and you're probably stealing my cards that i wanted. yeah again. i was just thinking <laughs> that yeah
0: but i think we both had yeah. different things going on i kind of had this like three it was it was mostly red and green but i had a bit mm. little bit of black in oh, there and yeah, i had that's
2: right you had some black too yeah
0: yeah which was cool cuz i had some cards that uh some creature cards that would generate mana of any color so i could kind of ad hoc get red or black mana whilst my main mana was green cuz it was quite a green heavy deck but but yeah it was it was it was really good fun so but yeah, but any any other gaming related shenanigans, yes, Chris?
2: Yes, Cap. Because I was playing Magic cards, mate. I've actually been playing Magic Arena since <laughs> oh, <I did laughs> I've come bit home too. from that. Yeah, yeah. Da- downloaded that and uh, i s- used some money and bought some currency and been playing a little bit of arena in there, uh, just because I wanted to feel that drafting love that I had on the weekend. But I won't, I won't uh, stay too much on that, but yeah, great game. Uh, I will say that it's pretty expensive to play, Cap.
0: How much does it cost to do a draft in there?
2: Five US dollars to get currency to do the non-premium draft, which is the one that, yeah, isn't isn't like the proper draft format in it. So Yeah, okay. It's a proper draft format where you actually physically take turns with other real players, whereas the non-premium draft, you can take as long as you want to select the cards you want for it, and it kind of works that way. Uh, oh, okay. But, Do you have
0: to wait for other players to like make their turn, or how's that work?
2: Not in that one. No, you're just given a set of uh, like cards, and you can spend as long as you take. Whereas the premium draft one, you're on a timer. You've got to pick. If you don't, if you don't pick quick enough, it will just pick a card for you, kind of thing. As yeah, you were literally passing those cards around to other players. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's interesting. That's very now, cool. Now, I wanted to use this time cap. To quickly touch on the Fortnite Editor 2.0, which was announced. Um I believe yeah. it was either last week or the week before, but um look, very interesting, this cap, uh because it's following in the footsteps, Cap, of one of the most successful games ever made. Do you know what game I'm talking about here, Cap?
0: Um uh PUBG.
2: <laughs> Close. Roblox. Right? Oh. <laughs> Roblox has this thing where it's essentially a game within a game. People can create their own games in there. Any game known to man is probably in in Roblox. Dead by Daylight, yep, it's in there. CSGO, yep. There's probably Souls likes. So there's fucking everything in that game. And the way That's it works midway. is you create the game. Um, you can create assets. People can buy your assets on a marketplace. They can also spend the in-game bucks in in the Roblox. Back- like uh, your Robux in the game and the creator will take a cut, eight, an 80% cut of every currency that's spent in there. Now, Fortnite's doing something very similar. So they're going to have a, a marketplace where if you've made something in the creative realm, you could sell it on the marketplace and you can take uh, a certain cut of revenue. It's the same with if someone spends... Uh, v bucks within your game, you get a cut of the revenue, and I think that this is going to be amazing for the game cap because it incentivizes people making these great games within Fortnite using the infrastructure they're given um, and rewarded for that. So I actually think that Fortnite may become the shooter of the Roblox universe. It's already popular with kids, uh, and I think it's I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Now things that have actually uh, before you go any further,
0: can yes. I just really inter- quickly interject there? Go. Yep. I just find that so. It, I find it so hilarious that people are okay with that, but then when uh, Bethesda wanted to introduce paid mods and pay mod creators, everyone lost their fucking shit.
2: Did they? Big really? time. Yeah. Yes. Right.
0: Okay. Massively lost their shit. So it's just interesting how things have changed since then. But anyways, sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to get that one out.
2: Well, it's using the Unreal Engine, right, within it, which already has pay. The Unreal Engine itself has a storefront that you can buy assets and stuff from, which is kind of, you know, when we talked about that story last week about that game stealing different bits of code or whatever it was from Elden Ring, same storefront, right? Um So that integration is is going, that's how it kind of integrates with Fortnite as a whole. It's a similar storefront, but it's worth uh, me also quickly saying what is included in in this creative tool cap. So it's map editing, sprite editing, game modes, tools, music, and then literally a one button press for you to go in and put your character into the game that you've just created or the map you've just created. And not only that, but invite your friends and anyone else that wants to do that as well. That which looks is, cool, hey! Because it does look th- very. cool. That's that
0: thing where you can kind of live edit the map, and people be in the map whilst you're editing it, which is yeah. crazy. It's, it's nuts. Cool isn't it? technology, man. It's
2: kind of like a Mario Maker, but way more multiplayer-ish kind of thing. Yeah, now, Fortnite's already got something kind of like this cap, but it is very limited in, in what you can do um, at the moment. So, yeah, this looks like uh, you can Mental. bring models and stuff outside of Fortnite, you can edit them all the animations and everything else so some vr
0: um, chat level shit by the looks of things yeah absolutely just like pulling in all kinds of random crap but uh it'll be interesting to see how it looks execution wise and what you know what the ecosystem looks like you know Mm. but uh but yeah very freaking cool grizz but now yeah, I, so- did,
2: I did. Did you want me to talk about the Redfall stuff? I did prep some stuff. of I blabbered too long about uh, Fortnite, mate, for your ears? Uh, do we want to talk about Redfall? I mean, it basically just looks shit. It just—it's—it's it's, it's getting reviewed very poorly. There's a couple of online reviews, Cap, and and uh, it, mate. I don't know how you do this, but you do it every fucking time, Cap. You can tell when a game's <laughs> going to be bad.
0: <laughs> I'm a fucking shit gameometer. Yeah. So yeah, if I can listen to me, Alpha, I'll, I'll be going off as soon as I get a sniff of a turd. You know, a little gaming turd. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm not surprised. I hate to say it, as much as I wanted Arcane to continue the trend of incredible games, I just didn't think Redfall was. I will it, say son.
2: though, Cap, that one of the gripes in 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 the article that uh, you sent through was that a lot of the buildings and stuff don't have items and like they're just empty buildings. I think that kind of stuff can be fixed maybe it's still early it's not full release yet but
1: yeah, yeah I, don't
2: I
0: don't know don't know yeah I suppose it'll be it'll I guess it'll just see to be what the community uh, thinks of it but I think one of the big gripes that people well the reviewers had with it is there's just not much Much interesting challenge with the enemies. The enemies are all kind of samey and, you know, just require a bunch of shotguns to the face, and then that's kind of it, you know. You've got all these cool abilities, but no real reason to use them that much. So, I don't know. We'll see what it looks like when it actually hits. But, uh, but yeah, it's not looking too good for Arcane at the moment. So, hopefully, they just uh, stop making shit games and start making more Prey uh, Mm. sequels. So, do that and stop doing what you're doing right now. Um,
2: But, yeah. How's your game going, mate?
0: My game is going pretty fucking good, Grizz. Yeah. Uh, so I played a little bit more of Diablo 4 over the weekend, just a touch. I didn't play an awful lot. I did play the Necromancer, hey. and it was fucking easy mode of shit. It was really? out of control. Yeah. Did your so bones spear
2: some nerds or what? Is that no, what you had?
0: No, I, no. I had this thing called Decompose, and it was just like this channeled fucking vacuum cleaner on the end of my hand. It was just like this big, like, yeah, just this big beam of of spinny tornado vacuum that came from mm. my hand. And uh, I would drop a big slow on top of all the enemies and then all my skeletons would run in and just fucking engulf them. And they couldn't get to me and I'd just be like doing vacuum cleaning from the back <laughs> <laughs> Now you, <laughs> did, the uh, <brrr>. you did
2: send me a picture of a legendary as well over Facebook. like Chris, I Check did. this out what yeah. was that was that pretty special that one or something or what was
0: uh, the, I, it was okay. my first legendary I found actually and then after oh. that one I literally found two others in about two minutes Jeez. um one of them which was an extra two summoned skeletons which was out of control oh. good yeah good. so that was really good but um I actually it's funny I on, on Twitter I posted a, a photo of, on my personal um twitch which is uh what is most mine
2: twitter.com slash captain Perth TV okay. or something yeah Mhm.
0: Yeah. Um. Yep. Go follow. Uh. But I uh <laughs> made a made a necromancer look kind of vaguely like Kratos. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm a that. I'll post uh, it in the
2: chat right now. But what are your uh, thoughts those, on those the uh, character customization?
0: Uh, it's fine. It's fairly limited. Um, it's not like amazing. Uh, you can't go kind of like I don't know. I don't know. Like you, you know, Fallout or um. I'm trying mm. to think of a really good editor that I've played Elden recently. Ring. Elden Ring levels oh, of shit. um of of editing and faces. Or mm. I, I tell you what, a really good editor that I found the other day was um that new Monster Hunter style game. What was oh, that yeah. one called? Wild Hearts. That was uh, the editor and that was really, really good as well. Uh and also the editor in uh what was that one called? Uh Wo Long was quite good as well. But uh but yeah, not to harp on about freaking uh you know, character editors. Uh, yeah, I, I, Kratos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A- <laughs> yeah. I, made, I made a very, very skinny-looking Kratos. Kratos, if he never, if he was, I don't know, he Dude, never he ate like anything hasn't, but sand. Looks
2: like he hasn't slept for about fucking <laughs> ten weeks or something. Yeah, there's
0: fucking demons floating around, mate. You wouldn't no, sleep either if that was the door knocking on your doorstep, pal. Those but, bags, uh, but, yeah. are impressive. Yeah, so he was my that was my Kratos. So I called him Kaptos. <laughs> 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 But, Yeah, so I continue playing Diablo Four. Still really liking that. Um, I just i I just want to know what the end game is. You know, that's what because I mean we don't see the end game. We basically play through Act One and you can get to a certain level and kind of do some re re. Doable content, uh, but it'll be challenging really
2: again, dude. They've got a pretty good system worked out for Diablo 3. They have to leverage off yeah. what they've got there. I
0: just hope they have some more interesting stuff because, like, we saw the introduction of things like raids in Immortal, and I'd love to see raids in Diablo dude, I think raids 4. might
2: happen, which yeah. is great. I mean, you look at the leaderboards for D3, and a lot of the strategies in in those uh, like greater riffs and stuff would. Work fantastic for raids and just things like yeah. you'd have a barbarian that focuses on zero. It doesn't do any DPS. It just provides the group with a heap of buffs to be yeah. able to tank stuff. You know, it does it just stands there and stuns things and But imagine like if you got to that really high tier raid stuff and you've got and you've got you know party decked out with rolls and yeah, things. that'd be cool, man. Well, that'd I
0: find because really cool. I I actually found that the controller was the way to play. Okay, mostly just because you could react a bit easier to what stuff that was happening on the ground. Uh, so you could get in, you can position yourself a lot easier with a thumbstick, in my opinion, uh, mm. than with a mouse. Uh, and also, just I, I actually found s- just for input of abilities and interacting with enemies and and casting those abilities, I actually found again the 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 uh, controller to be a lot easier for me anyway. But maybe I'm just yeah, getting right. fucking old, but. Um, I don't know. That's kind of how I felt, but uh, but uh, yeah, continue to enjoy Diablo Four. I'm really looking forward to full release for that, and definitely going to be given a crack. I mean, I paid for it, so you know, probably should play it. So good go. Yeah. Uh, now the other thing is Grizz. Uh, Final Fantasy Sixteen released another trailer. I'm going to post that in the chat. Maybe you might want to do a screen share for that bad boy, yeah, perhaps. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, just kind of showing off not. some of the worlds <laughs> of uh, Valisthea which is the, I guess, the new continent or planet or whatever it is that the uh, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy sixteen takes place. It looks pretty gorgeous. Uh, we see some kind of open world segments where you're running around in chocobos and they've shown off this dog wow. that follows you around. Cap, yeah. the
2: oceans look amazing, mate. I always judge yeah. a game on the look of its ocean. Wow. Yeah
0: yeah so it, it looks really nice so i'm 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 getting even more excited for for this game now they did release a, a bunch of other sort of tidbits um i'm just seeing if i i kept the uh the thing for this because it was quite hilarious people got quite annoyed <laughs> by it uh so i i saw a pc gamer article about <laughs> i read this title and i had to reread it about five times it was uh-oh, Final Fantasy 16 squeeze holes has gamers in a flap. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So basically what happened is the Japanese uh like Final Fantasy Twitter uh posted a small clip of you showing your dog how you can kind of like tell it to move to certain areas and um you know command it and it was like a t- like a 15-second clip and The very final bit of the clip is the character moving through one of those like shimmy holes that you do in games like, you know, in in God of War and you're like shimmy across something or squeeze through like a cavern into a new area. It Mm -hmm. was like half the clip was them moving through a shimmy hole, which is what (laughs) they're now calling them squeeze holes, which I just thought was hilarious. But I just honestly, it was like it was like someone accidentally shared like. Some of their gameplay from their PS5, uh, and accidentally shared like a really boring, shit, uh, like bit of gameplay.
1: The old <laughs> it was really squeeze
0: funny. hole, yeah, they, sh- they fucking shared a bit of the old squeeze hole, which I don't mm. know, uh, don't know if they had consent to do that, but anyway, so, so yeah, Final Fantasy 16 looking very primo. If you want to go and check out that trailer, go and have a bit of a squeeze at it. Now, the big thing, Grizz, I bought a fucking Steam Deck,
2: Mate. Massive. Now tell me Cap, how did you do that?
0: Uh with my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> with your hard-earned bucks. With with my hard-earned cash. No. I uh I I what I ended up doing is I bought the 64 gig version because I uh wow, I kind of was looking at it and a lot of people online are saying you may as well just buy like a really good um SD card that has probably you know comparable, if not better, read write speeds than the things that they've got. So uh, you could <laughs> you could basically buy the the Primo one for like 1.3, 1.4 AUD. Uh, we're going to be putting
2: fucking SD cards in our PCs soon. I fucking believe. I in know, that. dude.
0: We're not far off. We're not far off. So. So I that I didn't I I for went to that one uh though I would have liked the anti scratch uh anti uh, glare screen but you can buy a screen protector that does that for you anyway so again save a bit of money there I end up buying the sixty four gig version which I think was about eight hundred and fifty uh, Aussie dollars from Cap- Kogan.
2: Can you upgrade this stuff? ladder down the track, if you want to. Yeah. Isn't that the beautiful yeah. thing of the Steam Deck? That's the yeah.
0: beautiful thing of the Steam Deck. So the uh, you know, the, not the entirety of it is is replaceable, but I think mm. the 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 main onboard memory is is accessible, and uh, you can obviously extend the uh, other memory that's available, and I think you can access the RAM as well. There's 16 cool. gigs of RAM on on board, which
2: is
1: plenty. As much as my PC <laughs> got, mate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, um, so I haven't got it yet. It was supposed to uh, be, uh, what do you call it, shipped today. Today was the okay. expected shipping date, but uh, they didn't send me an update, so I assume it's probably going to be tomorrow. I reckon I'll have it by the end of the week, and I'm highly excited to be getting one. So um, basically, like, my gaming time at the moment is very limited because, you know, I'm spending a lot of time with a bub, and then the last thing I feel like doing after I've been – you know, at work or, um, you know, and also looking after a bub and doing all the other shit around the house is sitting on my PC uh, and I'd I'd rather be spending a bit of time with me or, um, you know, just going to bed, honestly, and just chilling in bed and doing something. So this is going to enable me to play my Steam library in bed. So one thing that has been really annoying me is um, Mm. I love my Switch, but there's just so much missing on the Switch. There's so much stuff that I just cannot fucking play on the Switch. Um, cat, there's you one can game. Play Witcher.
2: play Witcher. Three on the Switch, mate. Have you seen Witcher Three on the Switch? <laughs> it looks I'm like fucking. I'm just fishing for the cat. Oh plugin. mate,
0: it looks like fucking Play-Doh on the screen. So, mm-hmm. um, but Fires. yes, I'm... Yeah, there's one particular game I really want to play on this bad boy, which is a game called Dredge, which is like a fishing mini-game simulator uh, set in like a Lovecraftian weird like Mm. bayou backwater kind of uh, fishing boat thing. It looks sick. So I'm very keen on that. Um but yeah, look, you know, uh yeah. So I'm very excited. Fucking excited. Fucking excited. But yeah, and Caging Runt in chat saying Breath of the Wild 2 coming soon though. Don't you worry, pal. I'm gonna be ready to play that bad boy on release. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's uh, for though. How's the Cthulhu fishing game spelt? Uh, it, it is spelt uh, dredge, as in D R E D G E. Uh, so go and Google that dredge. one. It looks sick, mm-hmm. actually. Go and have a bit of a squeeze. It's kind of like a cross between like Pokemon and like Lovecraftian fishing. It's just really weird, but Shit, I'm all yeah. for it. Um, but yeah, so anyways, that was my gaming. We went pretty well. So there you freaking go. Um, now. That's it for the uh, the game and gun. Let's fucking kick this into overdrive, Grizz, and and smash these cheeky little rapid fires. Stuart, man. Rapid fire news brought to you by <laughs>
1: DJ, DJ Francesco. It's in the
0: game. It's in the motherfucking game, ladies and gentlemen. It's and true. beginning with the first topic on the rapid fire, Redfall is reactive, <laughs> retroactively. Australia, uh, trying to remove always online single player. So uh, I think they are uh, sniffing the the water, the waters that are coming for them. Grizz, I think they know that they've made a bit of a, sh- a stinker of a game. Trying to fix and it, and they're just reckon, trying though. to do as yeah. I just think they've like shit. We fucked up, and now we need to do things to keep people happy. What can we do? Let's remove the always online single player, and mm-hmm. you know whatever other bullshit goes with that. So I think say a bit of a backpedal to just address that. the game. Could remove the game and uh, in this place put Prey 2.
2: Do you know where they did remove the game from, Cap? Where? PlayStation 5. (laughs) PS5 version of Redfall was in development, then cancelled, confirms Arcane Director. We were acquired by Microsoft and it was a change with a capital C. They came in and said, no PS5, we're focusing on Xbox, PC and the Game Pass. Makes sense. It. Yeah.
0: Well, it makes sense given the acquisition, but I bet uh, Microsoft would rather forget that little uh, uh, footnote for this particular game, given what's yeah. happening out on large at the moment. But uh, mm. yes, mm-hmm. very freaking interesting. Now, speaking again about Final Fantasy sixteen Grizzly, it will feature 35 hours of main story content and take up to 80, 70 to 80 hours to do everything within the game, including shimmying through those squeeze holes.
2: That sounds like about one-eighth of the uh, time to play Final Fantasy uh, Eight cap back in the day, mate. But, you know, did have six discs back True. then. Or yeah, that was
0: disc ones. one, mate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: There you go. Uh, Respawn opens third studio to keep Apex Legends going for 10 to 15 years. Wow. Well, they've got a lot to uh, a lot to uh, live up to now that we've got CS2 announced, Capo. Dude,
0: surely Apex Legends 2 gets announced the next year.
2: Oh, it would have to be right. So Surely, st- third studio. Interesting.
0: That's a lot working on just one game. That I, I mean, how popular is Apex Legends
2: these days, dude? Do you remember when that first dropped and there? Was oh like, man,
0: we smashed it.
2: Well, even like the uh, hype leading up to it, I remember Doctor Disrespect was playing it and it was like, "Yeah, this is going to change the way shooters are played." And <laughs> this is like, and people <laughs> and always all, say shit like that, don't they? And yeah. it's always
0: Doctor Disrespect. He fucking can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs>
2: I <laughs> wonder how much they'll pay to say that shit. But yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Seems like a lot of studios for that one uh, game. But a lot of studios, up. indeed, my hmm.
0: friend. Uh, now, speaking about a lot of studios, Sony Interactive Entertainment, a, a, a developer with many studios, uh, has been announced as Metacritic's Game Publisher of the Year, releasing 10 distinct titles, all of which scored green on the platform. So green relates to like an above 80 uh, percent satisfaction slash rating per game overall. So pretty big numbers.
2: Wow. I've only just read this and I am absolutely flabbergasted by this. Um, Cap, this particular game was in my most anticipated games for the year. I don't know if you remember I know that. it was. Yeah. Dark and Darker has been removed from Steam uh, to all our fans, we have recently been served a cease and desist letter, DMCA takedown by Nexon regarding Dark and Data, darker based on uh, distorted claims. Now, this is the game which was like the Tarkov extraction uh, set in medieval times, where you enter into a dungeon with your mates and you get your loot and you get out. That I was kind of talking about. Very interesting cap, and also quite upsetting for me actually. It sucks.
0: Yeah, it is kind of not great. Uh, it Will seems it be back? like. Well, I don't know. Some, there, there's some stuff that's floating around on Reddit saying that, you know, this studio uh, c- like claimed that they stole a bunch of animations or some shit and, um, you know, Nexon is claiming stolen okay. assets from the game or something along those lines. It also was said that uh, the studio was raided by police this month. So it's not looking fucking great for these guys.
2: Content from Chat GPT is also what it says in the guy's statement here as
1: well.
0: <laughs> is that right? Yeah, That's well, what it's saying. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with that, mate. If I can go for gold on Chat GPT. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, pretty fucking crazy. So yeah, we'll see what happens. A lot of people are saying they can't, they don't expect to see this come back online. Uh, which is a shame because I think the uh, the idea for the game was really cool, uh, yeah. but you know that kind of Tarkov blend with uh, Souls Soulsborn kind of uh, theme someone and, and gameplay.
2: Someone's going to bring it back, surely. Someone will make something.
0: Oh, someone will just make a co- clone of it and and sell it on, and that'll be the next big thing. So, um, but yeah, so there you freaking go, Grizzly. Now, my friend, uh, beloved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle graphic novel. The Last Ronin mm. is becoming a video game that will be inspired by the likes of God of War. So no. that could be actually pretty cool.
2: There's a God of <laughs> War, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That'd be sick. I
0: reckon man. that'll be fucking dope, like, big like, time. Now, I've not read The Last Ronin. Stylized,
2: rightly, like, yeah. Imagine Master Shredder and stuff. Like, it would be very oh, cool. Oh, for
0: sure. But I, I don't know who's in the, so the, uh, man, I think the last Ronan is like it follows one particular turtle and something's happened. Maybe the other turtles have died or some shit. Uh, is that correct,
3: Pav? Have you read it? I haven't, I haven't read it, but I, I've uh, read about what it is. And I believe it's one of the turtles. It's Raphael, Michelangelo, uh, and oh, I could be wrong, but yeah, the others have died and he uses all the weapons and it's, Really, Dude, dark, really dark and would broody. be sick. That actually, is, you know, that would work really well. Cause think cool. about the kind yeah. of setup
0: yeah. for God of War, right? You get all those different weapons, similar kind of construct. That could be
2: like, sick. Ten- teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was always like, you know, it's, it's a it's a kid's show, right? But seeing like a dark adaptation with some really good lore and story behind it would actually yeah. be super cool.
0: Yeah. So, The Last Ronan, I think it's kind of got like a gritty kind of samurai-esque kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, you think about like that blend of um, like uh, kind of grimy New York subway cross like Neo-Tokyo kind of samurai-esque shit. That could be fucking dope and open mm-hmm. up some pretty cool uh, themes for the game, especially if, like you said, Pav, the other guys are dead. And you know, you're unlocking these weapons as you go along that give you access to different abilities and maybe kind of like a Metroidvania style um, abilities to traverse the um, environment and get to new areas and stuff like that. That could be really fucking cool. So, I would be all over that. I reckon that'd be sick and it'll probably make me read the graphic novel actually. So, there you
2: go. Yeah, that sounds great. Very cool.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. What else Is we that got, me? Chris? Fuck. Yep. Uh, Wii U and 3DS storefronts close today, Capo. So good luck yep. playing, buying Mario Maker 1 on the Wii U. It's just it's not going to happen. You won't be able to do it.
0: So it'll, yeah. it'll be not available. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, in response to this, uh, YouTube content creator, The Completionist, uh, bought every single piece of content that was available on the Wii U and 3DS storefronts for a whopping 22000 791 Holy USD, shit. uh, without much help from Nintendo. Apparently, there's a lot of issues with trying to purchase and download certain content. Uh, now the completionist did this in the name of games preservation, which is a very noble cause. Good on you, what, what mate. A legend, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it basically put all that data onto, um, onto discs and whatnot, and uh, is looking towards kind of like libratizing, uh, all that kind of stuff, but. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the end of an era. Uh, the Wii store's down, and now we've got the Wii U and 3DS stores. So that kind of leaves, I don't think, any really, uh, you know, old storefronts for any other Nintendo consoles. It's just the Nintendo Switch Online, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. So, done. crazy. There it is. It's done. Interesting. And we're going to have
2: Switch forever, Cap. They've announced that.
0: Yeah. The Nintendo already. Switch, mm-hmm. they're um maintaining the Current stats, and that's the only thing they're ever going to do from now on. They told me, um, that's it. so yeah. yeah, there's never going to be a switch to, but yeah, so there you go. And uh, yeah, that's the end of the show, Grizz. That's fucking everything. That's a lot, but but ba, but ba, but a bum. Yeah, we're all done. Uh, so yeah, thank you to everyone at home listening to this cheeky little show. I hope you've enjoyed this particular episode, episode number 51. We spoke about all kinds of bits and pieces, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, moving forward, moving along, again, thank you to our wonderful Patreons as always. You guys know who you are. We just want to say thank you for financially supporting this show. And if you'd like to become a patron, you can by going to patreon.com slash OGR show. Uh, now, if you want to support the show and you don't have any funds, you don't have, you know, you, you don't need funds to support the show. All you got to do is listen to the show, drop a fucking review and maybe just tell someone about it, you know, so hard. Just go and say, hey, you listen to this podcast? It's sick. We'd really appreciate that. So, yeah, do something to proliferate this little podcast into the either. Uh Now, apart from that, we do have uh, a Twitter. We post a poll every week. Uh, you can expect the poll to go live sometime over the weekend, depending on when I get around to it. Uh, that is available on twitter.com slash OGR show, I believe. Uh, apart from that, we have Discord. If you'd like to check out the Discord, simply go to the uh, description in this podcast. If you're listening from home, or if you're watching from home, go and check out uh, in the uh, the link tree in the uh, in the in the comments right now. Okay, so do yeah, it, right. uh, but yeah, I think mean, that's about everything, guys. Um, again, yeah, just rate that freaking podcast and uh, tell people about it. We had a really good um, uh, stats on our last episode, actually. So thanks everyone for having a bit of a listen. Um, it's really nice to see that uh, people are starting to catch up with the current episodes. I think there was a bit of a tail behind, you know, uh, people slowly catching up to the more recent episodes. So, uh, yeah. welcome if you're finally getting up to date. And, uh, well, welcome soon if you're almost here. So,
2: Caging Run yeah. told me that he liked the last episode so much, Kat, that he listened to it 20 times, mate.
0: Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Good job, mate. Proud of you, pal. Uh, but, yeah. Anyways, that's the end of the show. We'll catch you guys next week, unless uh, Grizzly and Pav have anything else to say. No, Well, good for me, mate. Excellent. Again, thanks for being here, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Russell Sprout.